Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Fraser Wilson and today I'm joined by regular podder, Record Sports, Gavin Berry. On the pod today, we look back at an action-packed Scottish Cup victory at Air United. We ask whether the Alfredo Morelos and Jason Cummings partnership can work and we discuss if the Ibrox men can go on to lift silverware this season. Also, we discuss the various contract situations at Ibrox with James Tavernier in line for a new, better deal and Danny Wilson claiming he was forced out of Ibrox. So, Gavin, good to have you in the podcast. How Thanks are we? Not bad. I've just about thawed out from Somerset. It's <laughs> <laughs> just eating 40 <laughs> hours in. Oh, sitting right up the back row. No power, no Wi-Fi. Romance of the Scottish Cup, but for reporters, that is your idea of hell. How close were you to the naked bear? Did no, you see him? Well, he was in completely the opposite side. But you still saw him. Of the ground. <laughs> uh, it was actually Graham Murty who mentioned him after the game. Ah, we, I saw we, that. We were talking about how cold it was. He said, right, everybody got up the road. And then he, he, he mentioned, uh, uh, and then I saw him tell yesterday, but uh, brave guy, brave guy. Legend is born, mm-hmm. eh? Well, looking at the, the 90 minutes down at Somerset Park, it was a bit of a strange game, really, wasn't it? I mean, I know Rangers ultimately ran out convincing winners, yeah. but um, there were certainly a few bobbles along the way, wasn't there? Absolutely. It? I mean, I suppose you have to give credit to United. I mean, they were already missing several key players. Of course, they didn't have their manager, who's sitting at home recovering from an eye operation, Ian McCall. So must have been a sore one for him, eh? Exactly. What a game to miss out on. I know. And they were, so, I mean, they were, they were really up against it, but you have to give credit to the way they started... You know, and then they get that lead and suddenly, as you always do in these ties, you think, is this the day? You know, especially when Rangers missed a few chances, you're thinking, here we go. But in the end, Rangers, a combination of Rangers getting their act together, certainly in the second half, they were a completely different team, weren't they? And then, as is going to happen with these teams, they just run out of legs, don't they? They look, they by the end, they just look leggy. Very leggy, mm-hmm. the conditions obviously taking their toll. Of course. But a 6 1 win anywhere, I mean, that, 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 you've got to take a lot of confidence from that. I mean, it's there United who are flying high. They're uh, full of confidence and they're the league's top scorers. That's so, the country's top scorers. No, no, exactly. Yeah. The country's top scorers. No, no, absolutely. You have to give Rangers uh, credit for the way they came back. It was a bit like these, you know, when they were coming through the lower leagues, you quite often got games like that. You know, similar in style to Sunday, where you know the opposition would dig in and make it difficult. They would take a while to grind them down, and then once and once Jason Cummings scores the second goal, that's when they kind of the floodgates open. And the the quality then tells. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we go on to more detail, let's look at the Morelos and Jason Cummings partnership. It was the first time they've been paired together by yes. since Cummings came north. That's right. Do you think it worked? I think it's. Graham Murty said after the game, work in progress. I think that just about sums up. You know, you can see, you can see it. They'd only been on the pitch together, I think, for 19 minutes in total. That was uh, when Jason Cummings come on against Hibs at Ibrox right. and the defeat. That's, that's, they'd only had 19 minutes together. Uh, and as Jason Cummings says this morning, 
you know, there's going to be teething problems. You spoke about the language barrier. I don't know who speaks better English, Morelis or Jason Cummings. Who's harder to understand? Who's harder to understand? He's, he's some boy. But no, um, you know, as Graham Murty said, you can see it, you know, you know, I think the problem is it's fine in a game like Sunday. You can, you know, three goals between the two of them. They're playing here United. I, to for the two of them to have played on Sunday, one of the issues is Candias drops out. You know, Candias who has been one of the best performers for Rangers this season. You have to say so. I think that that is the issue. You know, if you ha- if you get the two of them on, something else has to give, yeah. and. Against the United Sunday, you get away with it. Are you going to do that in, in the Scottish Premiership? That's the question. That's I don't know. I don't know if he will. But then it's a catch twenty two because I mean, if, if they are going to develop into a partnership, you're going to really have to give them a run of games together. How, how else are they going to get that understanding? But I am not entirely convinced that Graham Murty will stick stick with it. I just think he loses too much in other areas. Yeah. And I think it's such a crucial period of the season. You you can't really take that risk to to try and bed it in in, in the big games. No, even Hamilton coming up this weekend. Exactly. I mean, the thing, the thing, the the great thing from Graham Martin's point of view, and from the Rangers fans' point of view, now is just options. You know, it's great. They're just it's just great for them. They can talk about the different options here. So why not? You know, if they're playing against Air United, they've got Falkirk at home in the next round. So maybe you know they say, oh well, you know, we'll throw the two of them together there. Would you yeah. would you would expect them, you know, to to grab a few goals? But so they, they can chop and change depending on the fixture, and yeah. he, he's got those options now. Well, they're, they're flooded with options. We've mentioned Morelos, Cummings. I think you've got Josh Windass. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you there. I think the Cummings. In terms of Cummings on Sunday, I mean, what impressed me about him was, I mean, his finish was absolutely brilliant. What an incredible! Somebody said it was a Bergkamp esque, wasn't yeah. it? Just a wee flick with the back. Great, great finish. But what also impressed me about him, we, we know he can score. We know he's like, you know, in front of goal. But he's he's what rate and he's link up play and all that. You know, he, he, he really impressed in other areas. You know, where you maybe wouldn't expect him to. They're, they're certainly both grafters, aren't they? But I was absolutely. going to say, you, behind those two, you've got Josh Windass, Jamie Murphy, Kenny Miller coming on. You got yeah. Daniel Candias, as you mentioned before, one of the top performers this season. Then you got Sean Goss coming in um, last month, and he certainly got a nose for goal. Uh, yeah. And also, Sean Goss set up four of those goals this weekend. Goals. Let's not overlook that. Yeah. Rangers' options going forward at the moment. This yeah. is the strongest they've been for a long time, surely. Absolutely. I mean, again, I know I don't want to keep banging on about that. As only Air United, but Sean Goss did stand out. I mean, he really, he just look. You can just tell that he's been schooled somewhere like Manchester United. He just looks so comfortable and he's great, great vision. Uh, I think now the question, I suppose, for him and what Rangers fans will want to know is when it comes to like a Celtic and Aberdeen or games like that, is he going to be able to really boss a game mm-hmm. in the same way, you know, when the, the level steps up? That's going to be the question for him. But he certainly earned the right to have a shot anyway, isn't he? Absolutely. I think perhaps it may be unfair to say yeah. it was at least inspiring in the January signings at the time, but he's, he's come on to prove his worth. Absolutely. And, and already now people say, well, that, that's, that's the worry is that, I mean, I think Les Ferdinand said at the time, uh, I mean, unlike Murphy and Jason Cummings, who have uh, signed on loan with a view uh, to make that permanent in the summer, uh, Russell Martin was the other one. We're not, we're not quite sure whether that's definitely going to be permanent. Uh, Sean Goss was the one where Les Ferdinand said at the time, you know, it's not really an option. That, that's not what we're doing. We're not 
we don't want to lose him, he's coming back here. And I was thinking that on Sunday when I'm watching him, then if he can't get into the QPR team, there must be some there must be some side if they can spare him. Just thinking that myself. So, yeah, um, so he'd be perfectly suited for that be, I, th- I think if yeah. I was Mark Allen and Gary Murty, I, I think I would already be starting to ask the question. You know, they, they probably are, um, given the impact he's made. Saying to QPR, well, what's what's this, what's what do you have planned for him in the summer? Is there any scope here to try and do some sort of permanent deal? Yeah. Well, spoken about Morelos, but we can't really overlook the fact that he was the centre of a big money bid himself in the last few weeks. Yeah. Do you think that's dead now? Or do you see more interest coming in, even in the summer, for Alfredo Morelos? I think, um, oh no, I think there definitely will be interest. I mean, he's he's the league's top scorer just now, so if he continues that, um, there will be more interest. I think as far as the move to China goes, yeah, I don't think the interest is there anymore. I know we've got until the end of February until their transfer window closes, but I don't think there will be any, they will be coming back in for him. Um, and it's now really, Graham Murty said that he will be rewarded with an improved contract uh, because at the end of the day, if you're knocking back £8 million, then you need to pay him as an £8 million player. And I think there's a bit of disparity there in terms of uh, the wages that he's currently on. Uh, Graham Murty said that he'll be offered a new deal. So after hearing that James Tavernier is close to uh, putting pen to paper on that new contract, you would have to assume they'll sit down and get him tied up and pay him what he's worth. Yeah. Final word on Sunday's game there. I miss. Sorry. Are you going to talk about his mess now? The mess. Both ends of the park. The, the bobbles. And we yeah. can blame them both in bobbles. Yeah. Morelos proved that he can overcome it. Took just 90 seconds to thrash that ball into the net. I think it's not affected him one little bit. No. Poor old Wes at the other end. And a bit of the goalie's union coming out in me here. But um, that one bobbled. He was only trying to take a touch and play football as he's told to do. Do you think that's going to affect him? Because he's been excellent in this oh, season, no, I don't, hasn't I don't, I don't think it will affect him at all. I mean, he seems like the type of guy who just... Well, you could see in the game itself, you know. I think there was one cross he came to maybe shortly after it. Yep, but he spilled and it led to an air chance. You thought it could almost have been 2-0. At that point, I did think, oh, no, his head's gone here. You know, hard, he's, he's head, yeah. But, I mean, as Graham Murty says, if they're, going to te- you know, if they're going to play out from the back and they're going to ask him to do that, you know, these things are going to happen. But he should just have... He should, just have, he should just have launched it. Uh, but fair play to Alan Forrest, who, you know, I mean, he chased it down, yep, slid in. So, I mean, no, fair play to him. I wonder where he'll end up, actually. He's been on the go for a wee while now, but I'm quite surprised he's still out here, Alan Forrest. Um, yeah. And the Morelia's miss. Sorry, okay, you're right. desperate to mention this, <laughs> no, no, Gavin. Let's no, go on to it. No, sorry, How uh, bad was it? Van Vossen? Was it worse? Was oh, it Emma Lumo? Emma Lumo? Easy for me to say. Ronnie Rosenthal. It was all right. three of them. All three of them wrapped into one. It was of all three of them. All but three um, of them. you couldn't believe what you'd witnessed. But as you said, that the credit where it's due for coming back from that because you could you could get it your shell yeah. you could just let that play on your mind for the rest of the game but he didn't and that's one of the great things about him he's just so tenacious isn't he? Ah, he just and gets it was on an awkward it. one the one he thrashed in 90 mm, seconds later absolutely. I mean it was shin height and he, I know. without I th- a thought he just yeah. As Graham Murty said after it, that's what he, I mean. He says, especially having missed it, you know, previously, he says he would have gone for the safe yeah, option, yeah. the side foot, but you yeah. know, it just great technique. I watched it. Lash, lash in. Oh, good on him. Well, after that kind of performance, um, the, the question is can Rangers now go on and win silverware this season? 
Is Scottish Cup, I think we'd all agree, will be their best opportunity. Do you think they can go the whole hog? In the Scottish Cup, yes, I don't see why not. And there's this statistic floating around, isn't it? It will just be highlighted even more. Um, when we reach the semi-finals, you'd expect them to get into the semi-finals. But if Rangers don't win uh, the Scottish Cup this season, or sorry, or the league, but you you would have to say the Scottish Cup is their most realistic opportunity. Then it'll be the longest period the club has ever gone uh, without winning a major trophy. You need, and it's over a hundred years ago, I think, since they went um, uh, eight years. So 2011 was the last time they. They won the they won the league title under Walter Smith. If they don't win the Scottish Cup this season, then this will be the longest run. So there is that that wee bit of pressure there. They don't really want that, uh, and I think that you'd have to fancy them in the Scottish Cup, given you know if, if uh, in the, certainly in the Aberdeen games when you look at those Aberdeen games when they've really had to rise to the occasion, going to Parkhead and getting that nil nil draw, you, you, they are capable, and, and they've only improved since January with the signings that they have brought in. Um, but you just look at that Hibs game, you know, the other week, the home game against Hibs at losing, you know, that's the fear that they are capable of throwing it, you know, throwing up a result like that. So, but what you just mentioned there actually mm-hmm. reminds me of Graham Murray's big game record. I mean, it's pretty astonishing uh, for somebody that had never managed a team before. Yeah, two spells in charge of Rangers. Two games against Celtic, uh-huh. three against Aberdeen. Yeah, one um, all three, two draws against Celtic. Two draws against Celtic. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty not bad going it, and it must stand them yeah. in good stead for a Scottish Cup run. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, I mean, a bit like this team and this this squad. You know, he's growing. He's got to grow into. He's growing into the role. I mean, he's only going to improve. He is a rookie. You know, he's a rookie manager at this level. Um, Rookie manager, full stop. Sorry, I mean, you think 18, it's only over 18 months ago that he was in charge of the Norwich City under 18 side, you know, and suddenly he's thrust into this. And on both occasions, taking over in difficult circumstances, you know, after um, Mark Warburton went first time around and having to do it again, you know, when Pedro Cachina left, and then been told, right, you've got it until the end of the season. At least now he's got a chance to sort of build something and put his own stamp on the team. So, because um, you've got, I know it's, it's a great opportunity for him, of course it is, but you've got to have a little bit of sympathy with him just getting thrown into it, you know, and just having to learn things along. But he'll only come out stronger for it. Um, but they've got, he's got three games, that, that's what I'll be looking into. I mean, the league, realistically, he'll know, you know, second place is... He's the battle uh, for saying... Second, second. If he can get second place, but certainly home, it's a great draw in the Scottish Cup, but at home at Falkirk, you would have to assume, with the lowest ranked team left in the Scottish Cup, you would have to assume at home they're going to, they're going to beat them. And then it's just, you know, you're talking 180 minutes away, so he's, he's already shown that for the Celtic games, he can get his, his game plan spot on. Um, both times going to Parkhead, even if they drew Celtic, if they draw Celtic in either the semi-final or the final, obviously it'll be at Hamden. So... You would have to say that he's got a chance. He's got a chance. And a simple question. Do you think he has to win the Scottish Cup to have any chance of extending his stay at Rangers manager beyond the summer? Well, I know Gordon DL said that last week. That they said, well, if you lose to air, that's it, the Scottish Cup. But his job prospects hinge on that. I don't think entirely. It would, you know, I mean, if they... If they ran, if they played Celtic in the semi-final, the final, and put up a good fight and lost to a last-minute goal, you know, I think it's more about the performances, and I think 
the same goes for the league. You know, between now and the end of the season, it's about seeing progress and uh, you know and how, how they're developing as a team. And well, I don't think it can be as simple as win the Scottish Cup, keep your job, you know, lose it, and then you don't get the job. You know, I mean, what if they finish third and then they go and win the Scottish Cup with a, a fluke? You know, I mean, does that make him a good manager or a bad manager? I think they've got to look at the overall picture. Signings, performance. Signings, yeah. performance. I don't think it's fair just to say. Scottish Cup win or, win or bust. Yeah, well, I think it's made a decent start on that front, sir. It has, and you have to see, even just the way he conducts himself, you know, I mean, Aye. he's he's very good the way he comes across, and, um, <clears throat> you know, Rangers, the Rangers board have been lucky to have somebody like that, you know, that they were able to call upon that could just step up to the plate. Yeah. Okay, moving on to a couple of contract situations yeah. that are burning, bubbling away today. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a positive note, James Tavernier, who has certainly come on to possibly his best form of his, his Rangers career so far, I would say. It uh, looks like he's in line for an extended deal, a better deal that will take him through to... Twi- oh, that was my addition here. Tw- 2021. 2021. His yeah, current deal goes to 2019. 2019, yeah, so a three and a half year deal. Well, well, good value for that, do you think, Gavin? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, Mark Warburton has been kind of caned, hasn't he, since he left, you know, towards the end of his reign, but... He, the job he was bought, brought in to do initially was to get them up. It was non-negotiable. He did that. Uh, and of the signings that he brought in, you have to say that Wes Fodring, who we mentioned earlier, has proved great value. Yes. But James Tavernier has probably been the pick of the bunch. I mean, 200 grand from Wigan. Uh, he's been immense. He showed in that old firm game we spoke about earlier, just at the tail end of last year. Uh, an incredible performance that day he was brilliant um, and then he was handed the captain's armband on Sunday for the game against the United which was a smart move considering that in, these talks are ongoing you know and he seems to be somebody that's uh, happy where he is he was linked I think Reading and Sunderland were maybe two yeah. of the clubs that were linked in January but I mean with all due respect to the two of them I think if Rangers are offering you you know favourable terms then why would you not stay at Rangers and for him try and be part of some a team that wins, you know, a major trophy having come in from the Mark Warburton time and stayed on, you know, because so many of them have just disappeared, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and together with Daniel Kandias, we mentioned earlier, I think the two of them have got the best uh, ratio of crosses and um, assists yeah, in the league that's this been season. One of the, that's been one of the real positives, hasn't it? I mean, uh, they, they are them linking up down on that, that, that right-hand side, and that's why when we were touching earlier, you know, it's about, you know, Cummings and Morellis playing up front, you, you then lose something if Kandias has to drop out, you know. I noticed a few supporters uh, talking on social media and various forums saying, Graham has to find a way to get Morelis, Cummings, Windass and Candias all in the team but I just don't know how you manage I mean how, how do you do that because <laughs> if you were playing if you were doing that against you know Aberdeen or Celtic or you know quality premiership opposition I just don't think you would get away with it I would don't you? think Wes Fodringham in his defence would no, thank you for it you would end up getting overrun wouldn't you yeah, so yeah. I mean that's why it then comes back to the chopping and changing you know or if you maybe are playing at home at Falkirk and you think well, you can just, just go for it you can just go for it I just throw them on <laughs> outscore them 
Kevin, Kevin Keegan in charge. Mm-hmm. Aye. No, Tavernier, well worth the deal. Another yep. a story which is um, cropped up today is Danny Wilson's exit yeah. for the Rangers. It was a controversial one. It was strange last month because one day he appeared to be in line for a new deal. He's talking very positively yeah. about wanting to stay at Rangers. He was in good form. Yeah. Um, had struck up a good relationship with Bruno Alves in the heart of defence yeah. after Graham Murray restored him to the side. And then all of a sudden he was off to Colorado Rapids and it now appears that Rangers made the decision there. Yeah, it, it, it was a strange one because, I mean, because as you say, uh, he was somebody who was coming into good form, you know, solid, somebody they could rely on, good age. You know, Bruno Alves, we thought would maybe move on in January. Okay, he didn't move on, but he will eventually move on, you know, look at his age. So it's surprising that it, it didn't just come out of the blue, as you say. And, I mean, what he's saying today is interesting, you know, that, you know, two managers, um, two managers said to him, you know, from uh, Kishinia and then Graham Murty, you know, almost like as if they were just saying to him, yeah, you'll get a deal, stringing him along, stringing him along, stringing him along, and then pulled it away from him at the last minute, which maybe it tells us that Mark Allen, maybe it tells us more about the kind of influence that Mark Allen's got because Danny Wilson said it was him who broke the news to him yeah. to say this contract offer is no longer there. So it is quite surprising. It'd be interesting to see what Graham Murty says about it because I th- I think I'm right in saying when Graham Murty was explaining the decision that he had said it was a kind of opportunity that Danny Wilson... That's exactly what, is that what he said. did say, That's yeah. exactly what he said, yeah. It's an opportunity that we couldn't deny him. We couldn't deny him, yeah. yeah so And Murty had restored Wilson to the starting 11 yeah. as soon as he took over for Cachina for that yeah. game at uh, Murrayfield and picked him every game there yeah. on in. So, so obviously I mean, there was a fan. Yeah, I mean, if it had been... If it had been financial, then you could maybe understand, you know, if he was maybe asking for too much, they would say, well, no, this doesn't kind of tie in with our budget. But he's saying today he just wanted the same money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it really, it doesn't add up. And um, So it'd be interesting to see how Graham Morty answers that one on who exactly made the decision and, and why they made the decision. But look, fair play to Danny Wilson himself. It's obviously, despite that, He's ended up getting a good, what is a good opportunity, you know, to go out to a club like Colorado Rapids, different lifestyle, fairly good standard from what uh, players who have played over there tell you. Good age um, to be going out there, 26. He, he could easily have 10 years left in his career, Danny know, Wilson. Do you expect to see him back? It seems as if he's been around forever, doesn't he it? Has, I mean, he obviously I? broke in at such a young age and then it just all happened so quickly playing alongside Davy Weir a couple of Champions League games and then before you know it he's off to Liverpool I think it was him and John Fleck maybe it was him and John Fleck round about the same time not back deals I think um, I remember Walter Smith coming out because he was fairly critical of the pair of them I think oh, for rejecting deals after getting into the team quickly uh, but anyway before he knew it he was off to Liverpool never quite worked out for him come back uh, great job at Hearts didn't he leading them back into the top flight and then yeah. back at Rangers again 26 he'll probably be back yeah maybe what, what do you expect two or three years out there maybe well, three or four years then come back here and he would still have a few years left you exactly. know exactly then it'd be a really good age for somebody to snap mm-hmm. up third spell at Rangers and it's, yeah in Scotland, I mean, he should have because there was a, there was a period there where you thought this guy is going to be playing for Scotland. Aye. He's going to be the main pick, you know. That was before we sort of ran out. I said, "Well, if ever there was a time for him to step up and make his claim, it's now." But I suppose exactly. he's actually been edged out at Ibrox by a current international, Russell Martin. So does 
this maybe suggest that Martin's in line for a longer deal in the summer? That, or maybe, yeah, yeah, that, or David Bates as well. You know, you've got the emergence of David Bates. You know, maybe, maybe he is better than they thought. Ross McCrory's obviously out injured just now and had been playing in the centre of midfield, but yeah. I think most people anticipate his long-term future is going to be in the centre of defence, so I don't know, is it Bates and... Could well, it be Bates and McCrory and then if Martin stays on How that? highly do you rate David Bates then? It seems to split opinion amongst the Rangers. Yeah, I think the Jewish, I think the Jewish know a bit. I mean, obviously he came in in that Celtic game coming on as, coming on as a substitute wow, what a was difficult to be in that one. Yeah, I mean, Aye. it's difficult enough. That Full credit to that, Yeah, exactly. That. that shows you exactly, you know, if he could... If he could perform at that level, you know, consistently, then you'd have to say you could go very far. Yeah, yeah, I good luck to the lad. Well, it's Hamilton up next, mm-hmm. and uh, we all know what happens when uh, these two last met. Um, Graham Murray won't, won't, won't thank us for reminding him. Um, the 2-0 game at Ibrox. Of course. Uh, but it's okay because Greg Doherty. That's Which was one of the games you think that was key to him maybe signing. I mean, because he was outstanding that day, aye, wasn't he? He played was, such aye. a good role. And um, he was another one that we never really touched much on from Somerset Park at the weekend. That was his first Let's start. Let's do that then. Let's yeah. do that. His first well, start. How he, did you rate him over well, the night? It was quiet, I thought. Initially, I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was a bit, a bit of a slow start. But, I mean, we talk about options. I mean, in the central midfield, when there are the likes of uh, Ryan Jack and McCrory, who we mentioned, come back. And John Rossiter, of course, who played for the 20s last week. And he's not even finished. I mean, how many? And Jason Holt, who sat on the bench. How many options have he got in that central midfield? But I think, I think Doherty grew into the game. He got better. It was only his first start. I mean, the conditions were dreadful mm-hmm. um, but I think Goss and Doherty could be the two I think I think in there they seem to complement each other quite well I don't think you mentioned Dorans there did you? Dorans of course who's going to be in the holding role when, when everybody's fit yeah. who's going to be in the holding role for Rangers yeah. <laughs> Ross McCrory back too McCrory, I know I think he will eventually win well at least, at least you know you can move him back into the centre of defence you know where does Dorans fit into all this? He's stage. been out for so long, I know. Yeah. And we've not mentioned Murphy. I, we've never even mentioned Murphy earlier. Right, we're talking about the <laughs> options who... I mean, I think Rangers fans have been looking for more from him. He stepped up a wee bit on Sunday, obviously getting his first goal as well, yeah. which will help him. But I think he's one you would expect, you know, in the bigger games, he's going to have to really... Now, up it. time to hit, yeah, hit the ground. I think now, so because it? he was I mean, he was one of the big signings, wasn't he? Arguably the one. Yeah, he was the one of January, the big one in January. Yeah. Um, I, I, he, he broke the he, he broke the the January um, transfer yeah, market, didn't he? He was but, the one they were chasing. Yeah, um, but sorry, back to the game on Sunday. Yes, Hamilton. They made a couple of signings themselves, didn't they? Aye. Kenny van der Weg and. Just yesterday, yeah. Van der Weg arrived there, yeah. but a couple of Greeks as usual, um, guys that are untested, I think, arrived in January, so don't really know what to make of them. No, you don't, but I mean, Hamilton, I mean, Hamilton, you know what you're going to get, Hamilton away, don't you? I mean, it's just that pitch, it's going to be tricky again, yeah. but I think Rangers will, I don't expect a repeat of that result at Ibrox, certainly. No. What was it? It was 4-1 at New Douglas Park before the Super Seal, as they call it now, um, earlier this season. When Cassini was under real pressure, yeah, wasn't he? That, was, um, that, came, that, that was the first game after the emergence of the Watson All meeting, wasn't it? The clear the year meeting, I think. 
Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller dropped for that one, was he? Yes. Was, it, was, it, was that, that was Kenny Miller gate? Yes. Yeah, and Ryan Jack got sent off, and of course, but that's right. Pena, that, Pena was accused of elbowing, and Declan John made his debut. I don't know if he made his debut. I think he scored. He scored a couple. Yeah. Scored a couple. He was it's all coming back now. He was the story. star of the show. <laughs> well, welcome to my memory here. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me right. Aye. So four-one win that day. They need it again, don't they? They need to get over that Hibs defeat and really string a run of league results together. Yeah, that's what they need to do. Just build up a bit of momentum, a bit of form. Um, because they've got the bigger test coming up next month, haven't they? They've got Celtic coming. That's what they want to do. They, they, they really need to get the confidence up. Graham Martin has to know exactly what his best team is going into that game. They've got to really... Because I mean, it's so long since they've beaten Celtic now, isn't it? I think that's the next step to show. You know, they've obviously beaten Aberdeen, as you mentioned, those three games. Graham Murphy's done well to get a couple of draws, but I think what they want to do is really lay down a marker. Okay, they're not going to win the league this season, we don't think, but at least, you know, at home, yeah. if they can build up confidence going into that, they've got the cup game the week before. So if they can go into that Celtic game with a semi final place and really take the game. To Celtic, yeah, that would show that they've made real progress. Aye, in front of their own fans, I think. Yeah, they'll I be, think so. They'll be thinking they're due one. So, do you expect Greg Doherty to start against Aki's on Sunday? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll go with pretty much the same. I think he'll go with well. Go, well, well I say well, maybe not the two up. Sorry, pr- pretty much the same. I think he might, you know, Cummings might drop out and Candias comes in. But apart from that, I don't think there'll be too many changes yeah it's going to be interesting anyway don't forget folks you can follow that one live at dailyrecord.co.uk and keep up with all the after match reaction that's all from us today we'll be back next midweek with more news and analysis from all things Rangers if you want to get in touch with us to continue the debate you can I'm on Twitter at Doonhamer79 and Gavin are you still on Twitter? I am but I rarely use it um Ping him a tweet anyway. I don't anyway. even know what my Twitter handle is. I think it's DR Gavin Berry, somewhere. DR Keith Jackson. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, Tether Meatballs. Keith. Direct all the abuse to Get Keith Jackson. Get in touch with us at tethermeatballs.com. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe at iTunes and Audio Boomer to get the podcast as soon as it's available. And if you like to please review and rate us on there too. Thanks very much for listening.